Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Good afternoon, Greenville. It is fall in the upstate. Uh, the time has changed. It's getting dark earlier, getting light earlier, too. So that, that doesn't please some of us who like to sleep in uh, with a dark room. But, uh, hey, it is fall in a wonderful town that we live in. And uh, along with that goes uh, goes some problems and some concerns that we have we want to share with you. This is Dr. Lee Popwell. I'm joined in the studio with Dr. Joe Skoda. We are the Popwell Skoda Spine Center, along with our Cracker Jack team. Uh, our, uh, our office has uh, been here in the upstate for over 15 years. We've been doing Pop the Question now for over 10 years, Joe. And, uh, and uh, here we're into a new season in the fall of this year. Uh, and I was just talking to a patient who was telling me, and she's up in her upper 70s, she was telling me she's going to be climbing a ladder to change her air filters, and the word ladder with somebody in their 70s automatically throws out red flags for me. I, I like to tell a little story about that, but uh, uh, welcome uh, on a nice fall day here, Joe, uh, to uh, another program of Pop the Question. Thanks, Lee. I want to remind everybody that you can find out a lot about our office at, on our website, www.docpop.com. Oftentimes we'll mention that there's a real easy way to communicate with us. Uh, there's a tab there for email. Uh, it's still a great way to communicate. Uh, we get a lot of questions that way, a lot of folks from outside the listening area that are interested in chiropractic care but too far away. We get a lot of folks mm-hmm. in the area that are interested in chiropractic care and curious if we can help them. Um, so it's it's a great way to learn more about us. We are a chiropractic office, like Dr. Popwell said. We've been here since he came in 2000, the late 2003. We began working together in 2004, uh, mid-2004, and then uh, January 1st of 2005. Uh, we became partners, and uh, here we are coming another two months, seven weeks, something like that. It's, we'll be hitting 15 years. So we've been around for a long, long time. We've been blessed and fortunate to treat uh, a lot of folks here in the upstate. We were, we were talking about it the other day. I think we've, we broke through a milestone, 5,000 case files in mm-hmm. those 15 years. So mm-hmm. that's always a, a neat number to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we've been fortunate enough to, to uh, work with quite a few people, to touch quite a few lives and, and improve a whole lot of pain in that time. And with with the chiropractic office, uh, we also do something called active release, soft tissue work in the office. We've talked about that at length. And today we want to get kind of just talk about uh, just the general things that chiropractic care can help. You don't have to be a, an Ironman athlete or a CrossFitter to receive care from chiropractic or receive benefit from, from chiropractic. And we've treated a lot of folks over the years with just the good old-fashioned hands-on adjustment. That's right, Joe, and I and I still continue in maintenance care uh, at 67 years old. I'm certainly uh, not running anymore. I used to run. I had to rebuild uh, two knees over that one, and uh, you just have to learn to pace yourself, but I still uh, am using maintenance care and sometimes acute care for chiropractic, and uh, so many people listening to the program really don't even know exactly what that means uh and and that's one of the reasons we're on the air is to to let you know and uh we had a patient this week that was an interesting uh example of what happens sometimes 
a patient coming in to see us six months ago. She was in uh, over some problems, and we uh, discovered those. We went over them with her, uh, as we do in a report visit, the second visit in the office, and we get a chance to interact and uh, and answer those four questions about what is wrong, can chiropractic help you, uh, how long should this take, and how much should that cost. And we And we did this with her, and she decided at that time she was just going to wait and try to uh, live through it, work it out, and and see if she could uh, go without it. And that's certainly the prerogative of all of our patients. Uh, we we take uh, people in, and they come in wanting to know things, and and our it's up to us to answer those uh, questions. Sometimes it's a chiropractic answer, and sometimes it's not. In her case, we really felt like it was. We felt she would be. Um, probably uh, frustrated to try to pursue it uh, through a general practitioner because, uh, frankly, a lot of general practitioners do not want to treat back pain cases. Uh, they'll many times refer them to an orthopedist or a physical therapist uh, and, and more and more are referring them to chiropractors. And uh, um, this patient was not one of those ones. We, I had another patient this week who was uh, who she came in referred by her medical physician to see us. But back to this this first one, she waited until uh, just this week and came back to see us some six months later and says, you know, I'm ready to get started on that program, ready to, to get treated. So you're not alone out there if you're, if you're not really aware of what we do or how we would do it. And uh, those first, that first visit, the first two actually are designed to uh, answer a lot of questions, and I think a lot of people then see how we work and, and are a lot more comfortable with the chiropractic process uh, because uh, we do work uh, with the body. You know, the the old adage that says uh, God is the healer and the physician merely assists, uh, it's no truer than in, in what we do, trying to get the body back to working as it normally would. Well, Lee, we, definitions are good. It helps people to understand what we do. So when you say chiropractic, um, it depends on your experience. Some people, there are some different ways to practice chiropractic. There's different techniques out there, no different than different forms of music or dance or, or preachers. There's a lot of good pastors in the upstate area, and they all have a little bit of a different style, all doing the same thing, uh, reading from the same scripture, verse, uh, but it can come out with different sermons. So let's start with the definition. The American Chiropractic Association defines chiropractic uh, as a healthcare profession that focuses on disorders of the musculoskeletal system and the nervous system and the effects of these disorders on general health. Chiropractic services are used most often to treat neuromusculoskeletal complaints, including but not limited to things like back pain, neck pain, pain in the joints, headaches, and pain in the arms or the legs. So that's a very good basic um beginning or a very good uh, summation of what we do. I like to tell people even a little more simple. I like to say Thank that you. we're we're human <laughs> mechanics uh, or doctors of the human frame. You know, when your when your SI joint, your low back is not swinging properly when it, when it, when those joints are either fixated or or slightly misaligned and it's creating an aberrant or a less than normal motion movement in whether it be uh, just walking, you know, getting in and out of your car, sitting in the car, uh, sitting at the office chair, or maybe you're a little more uh, active. You're a runner or a tennis player or a little more of an intense athlete like an Ironman or a CrossFitter. If that alignment is not is not in its proper place, and we're spe- specifically talking about your SI joint down low, or it's fixated, sometimes things are right where they should be. They're not subluxated, but they're not moving well either. 
that can create problems over time. So a problem in your low back, even though you're not feeling pain there, can over time create pain in your knee or in your foot because you're you're moving properly. It can also create pain up above. And so it's very much like the front end of your car. When the front end of your car is misaligned, you don't necessarily notice it right away. It's a it's a light pulling and and you kind of it's almost subconscious. We we correct a light misalignment in the vehicle um, just with steering, right? But over time, you can notice that your tires are feathering unevenly on the outside of the tires or whatnot. Now, if it's a massive misalignment, you hit a pothole or railroad tracks or a curb or something like that, and that thing's pulling really hard, that's obvious. And that's the difference between levels of pain. So the people that are at an 8 out of 10 and they've got sciatica going down their right leg because that SI joint is now sprained or that lumbar spine is sprained and creating an inflammatory response, that's a totally different situation than a more mild misalignment that's creating problems over time. And so I like to tell people that we are doctors of the human frame or human mechanics. It's our job to find the joints or the pieces that are not working the way that they should, whether that's because it's fixated or because it's subluxated or misaligned. Um, doesn't matter. The, the end result is aberrant motion and potential pathology. So it's our job to diagnose, to evaluate, to research, to investigate, to find the trouble and then we go about it like Dr. Popple said, we're hands-on adjusters. Uh, we, we use the chiropractic adjustment, whether it be in the neck or the low back or the foot, complement it with active release technique for soft tissue complaint, mm-hmm. and we get a lot of great result. Um, something else I like to tell patients is if, if, or prospective patients is if you've been dealing with a pain for any length of time, usually just a couple of weeks, I'm not one to run to the physician, uh, just over anything. Uh, a lot of things we can do on our, on our own, uh, personally, just because we're in the space. And we have some um, uh, professional uh, uh, colleagues that are friends. So we're able to take care of a lot of things in-house. But if you've got something that has been bugging you for more than, I would say, two weeks, two to three weeks, and depending on your age especially, more than likely it's not going to go away. Uh, Lee, I can't tell you how many times over the years who say, okay, so you've you've had neck pain, a little bit of pain into your arm. It's really giving you a wicked headache. How long has this been going on? Rarely do they say two or three days. It's usually two or three months or longer. And just remember, folks, that the longer you let those things linger, the longer you let that aberrancy or the non-normal motion uh, set in, the harder it is to fix. And that's that doesn't matter if it's here or a cavity or, you know, macular degeneration. Typically, the longer you allow an, an ailment to, to fester or linger, the harder it is to correct. So I'd encourage you, if you've got something that's been bugging you for a while, it's lingering, it's not going away, it's been talking to you, have that looked at. It's uh, Life's too short to live in pain. Joe, uh, well said. And uh, I think if somebody was listening to that or caught that halfway through, uh, that it does take a while to to explain uh, what we do. And uh, I think that that's a good definition. And you were mentioning sacroiliac joints. I'd like you to just go back and, and give a real short uh, ex- explanation to where you're talking about because oftentimes with low back, that's what we're seeing. People come in and say, is this a disc? Uh, usually uh, it's more related to the to the joints, particularly in the SI joints. And they'll come in and say, yeah, I've got pain in my hip. And they'll put their hand right on their sacroiliac. So uh, maybe we should explain that a little bit when we say yeah, that, SI joints. Yeah, a little joint. bit of, a, little bit of the, uh, the disadvantage of radio or, or trying to express or convey this over the radio. And the doctor no and you. visual or anything <laughs> like that. Right. So if you were to put your hand in your pocket, okay, like your keys or change in your pocket on the side – that's more the femur head, what people would consider hip. 
if you were to take your hand and put it in your back pocket, typically where a guy will keep his billfold or people keep their cell phones back there these days more than, more than mm-hmm. wallets, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's guys and gals. So your hand kind of upper part of your glute, middle part of your glute, that's your SI joint. Now, if you were to make a fist and pull it, put it in the small of your back, right where the center of your back, right where your belt line crosses, that's typically fourth, fifth lumbar area, upper sacrum. So just kind of orient you a little bit. Uh, over the radio with no visual aid. So that's, that's the yeah. area we're talking about is all low back. We've been limited to the radio for 10 years, partner. You we, know, and we get the idea across, I think. I hope so. And, uh, just want to remind you, if you've tuned in, we're about ready to take our, uh, mid, mid morning or mid afternoon break here of Pop the Question. Uh, this is, uh, Pop the Question, Dr. Joe Skoda, myself, Dr. Lee Popwell, and we're here to, uh, Talk to you a little about what we do so that you can kind of understand it. So many people come to us and say, we saw you online or we heard you on the radio and it made us feel comfortable because we weren't comfortable with what we had felt or knew about chiropractic. It was strange to us, so we stayed away. So like you said, Joe, the website uh, is a good thing to see, uh, to check on. It is very easy to find, docpop, D-O-C-P-O-P dot com. And uh, we've got a good website there, shows who we are, has a lot of uh, areas, tells about what we're doing, and an area where you can contact us. If you email us a question, if you pop us a question, we will answer it either on the air, we'll phone you uh, personally, or our staff will, and uh, we'll see that you get an answer, maybe point you in the right direction. So uh, we're going to take a break right now, come back with us here on this fall edition of Pop the Question, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, well, welcome back to the second half of Pop the Question on this Saturday afternoon, this fall in the upstate. Starting to turn cold in those mountains. I notice it's, uh, there's some freezing weather up there now, and uh, uh, those folks that are taken up uh, to their cabins in the mountains, uh, they're having to get used to that and burn those fires. So that means the leaves are dropping here in Greenville as they are. And, uh, you know, we were talking about ladders earlier, Joe. Uh, I know one thing that happens every year around this time, uh, or afterwards, uh, we go up there and we clean those gutters out around the house and get those screens laid back across the gutters, try to keep the leaves out of there. And uh, that usually involves a ladder. And uh, like I was mentioning earlier, a patient was in her 70s telling me climbing a 10-foot ladder in her home to do some work. Uh, folks, find somebody that, that you know. Uh, pay them a little bit to do the job for you, a younger person. And uh, prevention sure beats the cure. Ladders yeah. are dangerous. Uh, well, yeah, that's a great point. This time of year brings up a uh, you know a few different um, a few different patterns in life. We've got holidays coming up, Thanksgiving just in a couple of weeks. I'm amazed at how soon Thanksgiving is, and then because it's so late, Christmas is less than four weeks later, and all mm. of a sudden we're going to be 2020, right. right? So what you were mentioning was fall and the leaves. Every year, without fail, whether it be an existing patient or or a new patient uh, presents to the office with low back pain or shoulder pain from raking leaves. And depending on you know your your particular situation, maybe you're in a condo, you don't have to do it. Great, but most of us uh, in the upstate, just the way that you know the uh, the houses are built and stuff like that, have to deal with leaves. And it's a physical activity. Uh, if we're going to go out and play a pickup game of ball with the guys from church or the Y in the morning, everybody knows uh, before you start shooting that ball around to warm up a little bit, warm up your shoulders, warm up your knees, take a little jog, get your blood flowing. But we typically don't do those things when it comes. We don't warm up when we go to do home maintenance. So if you've got a big uh, yard that you have to cut, 
Now, the riding, the, the riding mower doesn't count. If you're cheating with a riding mower, you don't have to warm up for that. But, uh, push mowers, I've got a lot of, a lot of patients who do the push, push mowers. Um, you could take a few minutes, you know, believe it or not, some jumping jacks, some hamstring stretches, warm up that low back, and it'll go a long, long way in preventing. Uh, leaf raking is, uh, a, it can take hours. Um, and then you're, you're, you're piling it up, you're bagging it up, you're hauling them out. It's a physical event. So we actually encourage people, to warm up as if you were going on a hike or, uh, you know, as if you were going to shoot around some basketball, warm up the shoulders, warm up the middle back, take that rake and put it on your, put it up on your back, almost like a back squat and put your arms up and rotate from side to side, bend from side to side. And, uh, you'll, you'll create, uh, well not create, but you'll prevent uh, a lot of injury that way, a lot of aggravation. Yeah. Maintenance, uh, makes a difference and prevention uh, be secure. So we, we like these little phrases and they are so true. Uh, even when we treat in our office, uh, you will notice those of you listening who treat with us, you know that we like a person to have a buffer zone between the outside world where you park your car, come into our office. Uh, you'll fill out a little information on the computer, take a, just for a moment or two to do that. And then we like the patient to most always have some type of loosening uh, experience, either with the uh, professional massage chairs, the spinalator. It may be with a... Uh, uh, Licensed massage therapist. Uh, we have uh, several of those that have been with us actually for a long time. Uh, we do use that. That is a different modality altogether other than what Joe, when he describes ART, active release, and he says that it's like an adjustment to the muscle, that is a very specific thing. And that's done by the doctor. That's Dr. Skoda's uh, specialty. Uh, he's really good at that. Now, not only did pr- providing it, but now starting to teach it as well. And uh, I'm proud of my partner, and I'm glad he's doing it because after 40 years of specific chiropractic care, who the mentor to me back in 1979, Dr. Brown, he was at that type of a chiropractor, and so was his father before him. Matter of fact, his dad, Dr. Brown, my mentor, his father. When actually, you say that typely, you mean. Really focused on the adjustment. Hands-on yep. adjusting, trying to be very specific, yes. Uh, because people would even back then in the 70s and 80s, they, they wouldn't, they, they'd come in, they, they would note they might be adjusted by a tool or a, a, a specific type of machine that was designed to do that. Uh, and many people were just used to, the chiropractic was, is hands-on adjusting. So it's still out there. You'll see it in our office uh, along with some other additional things. Like I said, Joe has learned uh, a technique that I never learned it, and uh, it it adds so much to the practice of, of what you're able to do, Joe, that I could not do. So the, the combination of that is wonderful. And as I, in my semi-retirement and trying to support you uh, at the office of Popwell Skoda Spine Center, uh, it, it works very well because I can take some of the load off you to where you can specify, uh, you can work with that specific uh, treatment that you're so good at. But uh, the point I was making there that even in the office, we like the person to loosen up prior to the adjustment. It's usually about a 15 minute session on uh, one type of modality or other. And then they would uh, then see the doctor for the adjustment. We try to have that visit last uh, 30 to 40 minutes in and out the door. We know people are busy. They don't have a lot of time to spend or waste. And the adjustment itself, uh, a specific Adjustment itself can be done uh, uh, quickly uh, when it when you're organized, and and that's what we do over those first two visits. We get very organized as to what we're going to approach, 
how we're going to approach it when we see the patient and so forth. So, Lee, I don't think it ever hurts to review that, especially if you're out there listening like, well, okay, you know, I've had this thing that's been bugging me for a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. what's it like? What's the first, how, how do I get started? Yeah. Um, we've mentioned the website more than once, www.docpop.com. That's D-O-C-P-O-P.com. And there's a great way to, to uh, communicate with our front desk desk staff and, and either one of the doctors will get back to you or the girls will. And there's a special um, on there too, yep, right? Yep, there's always that uh, online special. Uh, now, just very fair, very clear, that's for cash time of service patients. Uh, if you have insurance, we're already contracted uh, with the insurance company for their rates and, and through contracts and things like that, we're held to those rates. So the uh, the website special is always for the cash time of service patient. And many patients are. are yeah, cash yeah you'd be surprised. We have a lot of folks uh, these days. You know, it's funny with the, I don't want to be political or I've got my own opinions, but with the, the health care law several years ago changed things drastically. And, and more, it is true, more people have insurance, but it's also true that more people are not using it because their deductibles are so high and their copays are so high that sometimes our cash rates come in uh, less expensive than using their insurance. And, and then the person turns around inevitably and they say, well, why do I have insurance? And I said, hey, I'm just trying to save you some money. I didn't vote for the thing. So you take that up with your congressman. But uh, like I said, that that's for your the cash time of service patient. But once you decide that, yes, I want to have my headaches looked at, or yes, I want to have the shoulder looked at, or yes, I want to have my low back pain looked at, then there's a two-step process to get started in the office. The first visit I will, I will, you will meet me and we will spend about an hour together. It depends. If it's a complicated case, it'll run up to about an hour. If it's a little more straightforward, uh, sometimes 40, 50 minutes is plenty. But that entails a, um, a consultation. That's a face to face consultation where I apologize to people oftentimes right in the beginning, telling them that I will interrupt you many times, uh, during the course of your story. But it, the, there's a purpose for that. It's to clarify. I, I ask a lot of questions and I want you to leave that first visit understanding and feeling very comfortable and very confident that I understand where it is that you hurt and what it is that you're looking for to get back to in life, whether it be playing with your kids without pain or working with without pain or exercising without pain. I want to make sure that you feel understood by the end of that first visit. Hey, and Doc, I want to interrupt you. You're talking about how you'll interrupt them, and that's true. Sometimes you really have to to keep things moving and keep it online, but an experience at, at the Popple Scotus Spine Center that's different is on that first visit, it is one-on-one with the doctor. Yep. Uh, the, the staff, we love the staff and they help and they serve us well, but we feel the patient wants to speak to the doctor. So yep. it's that way. And on visit two, uh, they'll often see you again or they see a combination of you and me together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we've always kept that it that second way. Visit, that you're way. Little, 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 little ahead of the game. That second visit is that report. But so that consultation on that first visit is that's where we start. And if it's appropriate, then we move over to examination, which, again, is, is done by me. It's hands-on. And then we move to x-ray where and when necessary. And sometimes people will say, oh, do I really need those? Do I? X-rays are very inexpensive. Very, um, they're, It's very old technology, but it's still very, very valuable, very inexpensive. And the information that we get um, sometimes is a game changer. So we do – I'm big believers in x-ray. Um, we don't take it on everybody across the board, but I would say the large majority of patients do. Uh, now, if you're coming from a different provider or a different chiropractor or something like that, and you have recent films, I, I don't feel like I need to take mine as long as the recent ones suit our needs. That's just fine. Uh, but we, we do believe in the information that x-ray garnishes, and, and then we're done. So that first visit, consult, exam, 
an x-ray, oftentimes done about 50 minutes or so on average, and then we let the patient go. And oftentimes they say, oh, you're not going to go over them today? Folks, it takes a little time, you know, to, to put the information of the consult, the examination, mm-hmm. and then to examine the x-rays. That takes a little bit of time to put that report together. And oftentimes I do that after, after hours. Once in a while it gets slow during hours and I get to catch up on my paperwork, but that doesn't happen that often. Usually it's after, after the shift or early in the morning is when I do those reports. And you don't want someone jumping into this uh, on the fly. You want somebody to take a minute to look at these films, to correlate the information and the clinical relevance, and then we get started on that second visit. That second visit, we tell the patient, is when you get to learn about you. And that's oftentimes where Dr. Popwell supports me the most in the office is he takes the time to review the films, to review the findings, uh, to lay out the plan of care. This is what we feel like we can do for you. These are your reasonable chances of success. Hey, these are some of the things we need you to do at home because we only get to see a, a couple of minutes, uh, you know, an hour over the course of two, three visits during the week. Well, what about the other, you know, seven days times all those hours? There's some things that the patient needs to do at home. So as well. And then we get started treatment on that second visit. And I know, Lee, this, since this one's your baby, I know you you can take it to the end for us, brother. Joe, I think everybody listening knows the old adage about two heads are better than one, and we've always felt that way at, at our office. It's good to have the two of us uh, evaluating, uh, discussing. Uh, it's it's a good way to handle, uh, and the patients, I think, appreciate it too. And most often than not, we're able to sit with them on that second visit and say, here's a game plan. This is what it is. Sometimes it's something that we have to send them somewhere else, or unfortunately, sometimes it's something that really cannot be helped. Uh, I had a Good uh, number of patients this week that uh, they were doing just fine, really come along well. But I do remember the one where I just had to say, no, uh, that's not something that can be fixed. Uh, that's something that you're going to have to live with until you shake hands with the Lord. And um, I think the sooner you know that, the better. So we're always going to be honest with you. And uh, th- that two-visit process with the two doctors uh, has has great value. Well, you know, sometimes, Joe, we get a chance to just talk on several matters of what we're doing. We've done that today. Nothing real specific other than uh, chiropractic and Popwell Skoda Spine Center. This is how we work. This is how we think. And I think that helps people to decide uh, where they're going to go with their problems. I think one of the most common uh, reasons you would see a physician is you hear word of mouth and we try to have uh, some word of mouth here where you can hear it straight from the doctor's mouth. And uh, and also we want to take your questions. Let's remind you as we close the program, you can uh, email us at the website docpop.com and we will answer your questions because that's why we call it Pop the Question. We think that that's an important thing to do in practice and here on 94.5 The Answer. So thanks for listening on this Saturday fall afternoon, and we want to ask you to try to tune in again next Saturday, 1230. Lord willing, we'll be here for another edition of Pop the Question.